Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. Attention! The following podcast may seem like an unlikely recording transmitted from a distant magical dimension. But it's just three poster children for chronic Peter Pan syndrome in a recording studio here on Earth, along with whatever guests they've begged to lower their standards for an hour in exchange for the coveted Foon Bump. Enjoy the show. Magic Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Niekamp. If you've never listened to the podcast before, this is what's going on. About a year and a half and some change ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King into the magical, fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a slight Wi-Fi signal from the Burger King through the dimensional rift, and I use that to upload a podcast I record every week here in the tavern, the Vermilion Minotaur, in the town of Hogsface. In the land of Foon. And I'm joined, as always, by my buddies, my good friends, my boon companions, Chunt, the king of the badgers. Bing bong. How you doing, bud? Uh, uh, you know what? I'm doing okay. Just okay? Just okay. I feel like, you know, uh, I am a shapeshifter. You are a shapeshifter. And, Which uh, we don't talk about that much anymore. Yeah, well, I haven't shifted shape in a you while. You have not shifted shape. It's been a, it's been a dry spell. I think, some, I think a wizard put a spell on me, a dry spell. You think a, a wizard... There's spells in Foon where, you know, uh, if they are cast upon you, your um, sexual fluids dry up oh. and you are unable to um, have sex. So, oh, so you have a dry spell. I have a dry Can spell. Can it be counteracted with a wet spell? What? That sounds so gross. <laughs> Coming from your mouth, that sounds so gross. <laughs> a wet spell. No, I don't say it like that. Hey, anybody out there, clip this piece of audio out, make a ringtone. <sighs> I said I'm, spell. I said I'm doing okay, and you really turned this around to... Uh, Make it about you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm sorry. So are you, is it that you, you want to get a little action and you just can't? It's not even that. It's that I've, throughout my life, I've shifted shape so many times. <laughs> shifted shape. That I purposely said that. That I feel like I don't have a sense of identity. So I'm trying to uh-huh. find out what's, what's chunt. Like when people see me, like classic chunt, like do I put like a quill behind my ear or put like a thistle in my mouth mm-hmm. or like, you know. 
walk a certain way. The eternal question. Yeah. What's chunt? Yeah, what's chunt? You know? A chunt. The answer isn't going to be some adornment that you put on yourself. Sure it is. Like, who you... You got to find yourself inside yourself. Mm-hmm. But you have your thing. Lazy Arnie. That's what everyone says. Lazy... <laughs> what? You know, the big guy that sits there. Old Big No Movie. They call you Big No Movie. Big No Movie? Yeah. Because you don't move at all. I move. I walk. I walk around. I walked over to the bar before and back. I feel like you just, you lay down on the ground from your chair and roll to the bar. I did. Grab your drink and roll back. Usually crushing your drink underneath you. (laughs) That's a hard, it is hard. I'm, I'm you have so many cuts. You have, I have, yeah. Well, but it's better than walking. You're going to get gangrene. It's true. I'm also joined by my other co-host, Usador. I am Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tarakas. The elves know me as Fiang Yalaka. The dwarves know me as Zonin and Hoogstangis. And I am known in the northeast as Gasmuanius Maystar. Oh, and do believe me when I say this, that some of the names that I have that are so hidden, so private, so secret, that I dare not utter them aloud shall ne'er escape my lips for if they did they would raise entire towns and set children's hair aflame yeah don't tell us those okay you know I had the piercings you know I had that my dark magic phase yeah I just don't know what sets me apart are you having like a a midlife crisis like how old are you along the spectrum of how long your life should be I'd say about midway about midway yeah seems right yeah Dude, I, I talked to, there's, well, it, you can't really tell how old you are in, in Foon. In, in Foon, it's hard to gauge your age. So what you have to do is everyone goes up this mountaintop, and on the top of this mountain, there's this air, this hare, yeah. a rabbit, and they call him uh, O'Hare, and uh, he'll let you know how old you are. And O'Hare said I was about midway through my life. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. Wow, what a regionally specific uh, thing. What do you mean? You know, just uh, that, that mountain must be very regionally specific. I feel like that mountain gets a lot of traffic. Yeah. Probably, probably one of the probably one of the biggest mountains in Foon. Yeah, yeah. You could also cut him open and cut uh, count his rings. Yeah, let's not do that. But I have a question. So, about your lifespan, like, mm-hmm. do you have a badger's lifespan because you're a badger, or do you have a shapeshifter's lifespan? I really don't know. I assume I have the lifespan of whatever I am currently. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I want to change into like an elephant or like a tortoise or something. Yeah, don't be like a, a sand fly dollar or something. Maybe a sand dollar. Do those things die? Don't fuck a sand dollar. <laughs> I feel like if I fuck a sand dollar, I'm stuck. Like, there's no... Yeah. No, no, the, once no, you're no, a sand dollar, yeah. that's... Yeah. It's like, well, here I am. Into the I've road. gotten to the bottom. Yep. Into the road. Well, you know what is scintillating? That's a hard word to say. Scintillating. No, it isn't. Say it. Scintillating. Oh, I've tried to add a... I really tried to make all of those letters out Oh, I loud. thought you were talking about the sex act, scintillating. It's oh, when, what's you, <laughs> when you fillet skin. You've oh, never no. skin. Sl- Wait, what? You've never skin someone. How do you, you pinch their skin and then you uh, <laughs> orally pleasure? This sounds terrible. <laughs> You've never skin Yes, but it sounds terrible. <laughs> the sound it makes. I feel like if you're not skin then you're not. It's you're just not, like a really. It sounds a lot of hickeys. Yeah, it can it can produce a hickey. Okay, or an orgasm. I am so glad that I took this detour before introducing our guest. Anyway, I'm so excited, uh, guys. You know what? We haven't had enough dwarves on the show. I'm so excited. Our uh, our guest is Logger Brewhead, and he's a dwarf. 
Yeah, yeah, that's correct. I'm a dwarf. <clears throat> uh, may I get you an ale or a mead or what's oh, yeah. your fancy? Um, I'll take a, uh, you know, I'll do a, uh, I'll do a tan and tan. You know, I'll take a mead with an ale floater. <laughs> mead with an ale floater, please. Oh, Christ. Oh, my legs are killing me. Oh, you know Christ? Uh, no. Oh, who's well, Christ? Yeah, who's Christ? Uh, Christ? I haven't told you about Christ. Christ is my, uh hell of a dumper of a wife and she was that's your wife yeah my wife's oh, name oh, oh why do you know someone named christ as well no i just know christ i know the woman christ oh I, yes yeah. christ is my wife soon to be yeah. ex-wife if all goes according to plan but <laughs> i can't get out of, from underneath her literally and figuratively she fucking rode me like a tired mountain goat yesterday us dwarves ride goats. Oh, wow. That yeah. makes sense. They're closer to the ground. Uh, you seem to perk up when you heard Christ. What's, is Christ on, is there someone named Christ on Earth? Well, there was someone named Christ on Earth. Uh, it's a real long, it's a real long story. I don't know if I want to talk about Earth, <laughs> religious Earth stuff. Okay. But I'm, I'm very excited. I was saying, you all know Christ. Is that because her scroll made it around here? That drawing someone made of her? Oh, yeah. The very lewd drawing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's borderline clinical. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my. Yes, I do believe I saw this picture and I uh, immediately destroyed it on your behalf. Why are you, but why are you so anti-Christ? Uh, yeah, you would be anti-Christ too if you had to deal with this woman, I tell you. She is a insatiable beast of the most brutal degree. Uh-huh. And she's usually pretty cross. She is cross and uh, look, I'll, I'll fuck her once, she'll pass out. Three days later, she comes back, and she's looking to fuck again. Wow. Three days? My friend Thomas put his whole hand inside of her. Look, I I know Your friend Frank Thomas? Frank Thomas. Oh, that had to be a big hurt for that (laughs) hand to be inside of her. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Three days. I mean, I'm married, and I know that it's crazy to, to have sex every three days. Too too frequent. I would. She would make me have sex more if she didn't die temporarily upon every climax. Uh, so, what, what's everybody's name here? Oh, I'm Arnie. All right, Arnie, love it. Uh-huh. I'm a human. I'm from another dimension, but Blah, that's kind of all you need to know about me. Boring. Sure. <laughs> I'm Chun. I'm a shapeshifter trying uh, to trying to find my thing. All right. What's up, Chunin? I am Zunanin who exchanges to your people. Ah, yes, Zunanin, the blue <laughs> wizard. That's right. Well, yes. that's right. The dwarves know you as Zonin Hookstangies. 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 It's Hookstangies. Oh, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Finally, someone's listening. Well, it rolls off the dwarven tongue a little easier, you know? Sure. So, Logger, what do you do? Like, what do you have, like, a dwarf job? Uh, job? Well, I have a dwarf lineage. My father's father before him and my father's father before his father are all ale brewers of the highest degree. Hence our names, Brewhead. Yeah. We are of the Brewhead clan from uh, Mount Brewhead. Mount Brewhead. Where the... uh, where the amber yeast flows and the hops are barley, as we like to say. <laughs> the hops are barley. <laughs> the hops are barley. The barley's hops. Get it while it's hops, is what we say. <laughs> and Mount Brewhead is also known for its, uh, it has its, uh, ice formulations that are very natural. Very natural ice. Yeah. We have natural ice formations. And you can tell when it's time, that when the ice is cold, because it turns blue. Wow. Yeah. So when the ice is blue is when you better start yeah. drinking, baby. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It's cold activated. And we, of course, give beer to babies. And oh, no. to babies. Wait, yes. is that safe? Uh, oh, the, oh, no, that's why so many babies die. Be, they become alcoholics, their livers fail, and they die. Oh, so much child death. It's how we wean out the weak ones in, sure. our, in our clan. It's just, uh, all right, sip up, baby. You know, 
to be fair, though, a pint of ale or a pitcher of uh, lager is way less alcoholic than a dwarven woman's breast milk. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. You don't yes. want to, bre- you know, like they say, breastfeed a dwarf, you best not be driving a wagon later that day. Yeah, that's very true. That's a good say. <laughs> it is a good say. It's mouthy and wordy, and I almost always forget it. But <laughs> Milk from a stout woman. So then what brings you to Hog's Face? Well, it's, uh, I'm an adventurer, a questie of sorts, and, uh, I haven't yet... A questie? A questie, yes. Have you ever Uh, been a quester? I was a quester for a brief period of time, and when I was in, uh, dwarf school, and, uh, I was just sort of dabbling with questing. Have you ever been an equestrian? Uh, unfortunately, no, I'm more of a goat equestrian, as, uh, as I've previously stated. Horses are too high and scare me, but of course... So I came to the uh, Vermilion Minotaur. Is this the name of this hole? Yeah, yes, Vermilion yes, Minotaur. Exactly. Uh, yes, and I've oh, heard. Oh, thank you for calling it a hole. Oh, you're quite welcome. I've, I, no- I noticed it's a hole, and I enjoy that about it. So I came here to taste some of the finer adventures in life. You know, oh, see wow. if there's any damsels that need saving, any armories that need recovering, treasure that needs some uh, pilfering, or some. Ale that needs to be drunk. Then you are in luck, my friend. Oh. For Logger, hear me now. I need you to join my quest. I propose that we all work together to defeat the Dark Lord of Foon. I, we shall ride against his stronghold. You upon your goat and me upon Grimhoof, the fifth fastest horse in Foon. And we shall... Have our blades and our axes raised high above our heads as we fall down upon him, bringing hell and fire and destruction. Will you join me? What was what was the last part? I was just wondering if you wanted to maybe join my quest to defeat the Dark Lord. He just picked up a barrel with one oh, hand wow. and drank it. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Dwarves are surprisingly strong for our size, much like bugs. Yeah, you're like an ant. You're able to lift a barrel. It's like five times your size. I am like an ant. I was drinking some wine of the white varietal this weekend. <laughs> Just like my aunt. Uh, when do you want to leave on this quest? Uh, tomorrow? Uh, uh, Is that okay uh, for you? Yeah. Do you want to do tomorrow? <laughs> tomorrow? Yeah, let's go tomorrow. We've been building up to this quest for a long time. I it's, know. It's time to get it on the road. It's only a day away. You want to do five or six hours after sunrise? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Yes. Uh, It takes me a while. Let me mark mark that down in my calendar. Uh, Five or six hours after sunrise. Do I I have anything going on? No, you don't. Each square just says sit and drink. All right, well, I can scratch out sitting and drinking. Uh, While you do that, Lager, I don't want to be presumptuous um, because, you know, when you do that, you make a pre at a Zoom. Are you someone who fights with an axe? Is that... Uh, yes, I use an axe in one hand and a drinking skin in the other. Oh. And <laughs> I light my axe on fire pre-battle, and then I feel okay. free to breathe spirits over my axe mid-battle for show. And oh, wow. sometimes just to really catch an orc or a goblin aflame, and oh, I crap. delight in that smell, of So course. that's it's amazing. double-edged, and then you also made, like, a homemade flamethrower. Oh, yes. Uh, it is but a weapon that ends up throwing flames, so I guess that is what you would say, homemade flame. We, they used to call me the uh, pyromancer of La Brewhead Mountain, and, I, and it made sense. And I, but upon uh, getting my, uh, you know, upon people learning more about me, I got my second nickname, which was Boot and Rally. 
Hooten Rally, what? Hooten Rally. I've been known for being passed out drunk, waking <laughs> up, vomiting, and continuing to both drink and battle. Oh. Wait, I know your brother Puken Rally? Puken Rally is my brother. Okay. They named me Booten Rally because the first time I puked, it was on my own boots, and I didn't know, and I tracked it all through my cave, and fucking Christ Almighty was all over me, baby. She was pissed. <laughs> well, maybe my new thing will be that I give everyone a nickname because because of your the way you're shaped, which is like a cannonball, maybe I'll call you Fireball. Is that cool? I love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, the young people will eat that up, I feel like. <laughs> Finally, I can have a little traction with the youngins. Youngins don't drink the meat as much as they used to. They prefer the strength of their mother's teat's milk. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yes. I, have you ever had the I just like, I like to. I like to imagine you just seeing a child still uh, like nursing, being like... Weak. This young generation. In the dwarven culture, we nurse up until our 50th year. Until your 50th year? Yes. Holy cow. Yes, it's uh, awkward at times because yeah. uh, we often get married at 30. <laughs> and then for the next 20 years, you, a woman is forced to watch her husband suckle at her mother's teeth. Uh, that's scintillating. It. Oh, my God, I overheard that, whatever bullshit you guys were doing. I'm sorry, goat shit uh, you guys were doing upon arrival. And it is truly that scintillating, I guess. Literally, yeah. Except instead of a fold of skin, it's a dwarven nipple, which is, you know, like iron. What? Like iron? Oh, a dwarven woman's nipple can cut glass, and it's not an expression. Oh, boy. They're a very strong and sturdy species. They live under the mountains, carving away, mining precious gems and minerals. So naturally, they uh, have over time developed certain uh, qualities that assist them in this lifestyle. And when a woman is desperate and alone, uh, she uses her super hard nipples to keep on mining. (laughs) Well, I'm so excited to learn more about uh, dwarven culture, but let's take a quick break. Let's refresh our drinks. Good Uh, idea. Yeah. Lager drank everybody's drinks. Sorry, I'm parched from a day of adventuring. Well, we'll learn a lot more about that. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code AUDIO to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code AUDIO at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code AUDIO. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. So, Lager Brewerhead, I, I want to learn more about like what it's like on Brewerhead Mountain. Oh, it's the huge, you know, as we say in Dwarven culture. It's uh, 
We are uh, mining for gems, you sure. know, of course, using our uh, wives' uh, nipples and the yeah. tips of our stone-like penises to Oh, so out. you got that going for the guys. Oh, well, you have to. If you want a dwarven woman to ride you, you need to have quite the stone in there, as we say. And that's what we say. He's got stones. He's got two large stone penises. Is the I heard that a dwarf's penis is, like, uh, as hard as coal, and then when the pressure's on, then it turns into, like, diamond heart. Oh, yeah. Uh, a woman, uh, a dwarven woman's uh, downstairs area, as we say, can really turn can really turn something into as hard as a diamond. Well, now well, now that I hear kind of how dangerous seeming your penis is, I kind of get the whole three-day thing. Right. It, it is a true violence of the highest form when two dwarves get together. It's like two boulders smashing each other. Uh, uh, it's been called tectonic by people. So was it weird growing up, like, getting into the family business? Um, well, from a lot of dwarves, there's, a, you know, some people are blacksmiths in their yeah. families. Some people are uh, goat uh, hoofers, if you will. They make goat hoofs. And then... Uh, I mean goat shoes. Uh, well, but there okay. are guys who make simulated goat hooves as yeah. well because a lot of people like to just do little goat prints around outside the house and say, like, I think the goat is loose, and it's a prank that we oh, play. popular there's, prank. A whole industry around that prank. In dwarven culture, there's a lot of what was called costume play. Oh, yeah, we yeah. dress. Yeah, because we're little, a lot sure. of people find it uh, comical for us to dress up as other little things. Like I, I was, I was a sunflower for nine years running as part of uh, what we call costume play. Costume day. play day. Yeah. You should shorten that to like tomb play. Tomb play. Uh, sometimes dwarves dress up with stilts and they're like, "I'm a human," and then sometimes uh, I, I will uh, have gone to my dwarven friends and I've put a. Listen to this. I've put a little pair of shoes in front of my knees. Hmm. And then I sit on my knees, and I act like I'm very short like a dwarf, and my robes hide the back part of my legs. It works good. He does. Uh, he comes over. He does some fishing like that. He does some golfing like that. That's it's, right. I yeah, do dwarf, dwarf goes fishing is the funniest thing. Uh, you should see dwarf on golf. Yeah. Oh, I've never seen that. And Kevin Dwarf is one of my favorite characters. He plays Kevin Dwarf. Um, I don't. Also, around this time of year, I don't know what it is. Something in the air. Or I don't know if it's pheromones, but the sexiest fucking cats come out out to play. Oh, really? Yeah. Just from the woods, like these sexy cats. Sexy like, cats. Cats who walk on two legs and they're just like you know giving vibes. Maybe you should. Maybe you should have sex with a sexy cat. Mm, we'll see. If I ever get a wet penis again. <laughs> You're going to... A wet spell is going to come oh, you, along. you fall under a dry spell? Yeah, some... I don't know if it's Blorth the Brown or, or someone gave me a Genlevia cast a wet a dry spell on me. my eyes. Know now that you cannot resist the power of use at all. Wait, are you trying to get him wet with your voice? Rent in broth. You too? Oh, something happened. Oh, oh, no, I'm fine. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to get it oh, on there. Come, brothers. Come, <laughs> brothers. I never thought it would happen, but I'm glad it did happen. Good God. I'll send this one out. So, as always, here's nine pieces of ivory. Oh, <laughs> Not sure uh, if you knew this about dwarves, but we are such a hardened culture, we come <laughs> crystallized ivory. Wow. Lovely. Yes. Is that so valuable? Or? Oh, very valuable. I would let it cool off a little bit before you grabbed any of it. Oh, Don't sure. let Hot Christ find out about this. Oh, yeah. Christ is very against what I just did. Well, now that you're off adventuring all the time, uh, do you ever get back to the mountain to continue brewing and mining? I get back every once in a while. As I've gotten a little older in age, I no longer need to do the mining. I leave that to the women and the children. Oh, and yes. uh 
I'll just get up there and get in the uh, in the brew house and start f- fucking around back there. You know, hops, barley, a little, a little bit of this, a little dash of this. You know, and uh, I don't want to say any of my secret ingredients, but we're working one up some. Give, one one. give us one. Okay, um, so there's this little town called India. Uh-huh. And they have some of the most pale hops you could ever find. Ooh. But their uh, bitterness is through the roof. We're mm. calling it IBUs at this point. <laughs> oh, wow. that sounds wonderful. I can't wait to uh, partake of it myself. Oh, you'll get the first batch, Xenogies. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, I'm starting to get a little bit in the drink. Yeah. What exactly yeah. is your dwarven <laughs> zoning in Hookstangies? Hookstangies. Speaking of, have you had any more Zen orgies? Uh, I haven't recently. Okay. I, I find that the inner peace that comes from the Zen mindset uh, mixed with coupling with multiple partners at the same time is a difficult balance to achieve. Oh. <sighs> yeah, it goes against everything Christ says. I would never be allowed to do that. <laughs> So, Logger, I'm excited to hear more about some of your adventures that you've been on. Oh, yeah, but of course, uh, have I told you the time I uh, outwitted and outbattled a goblin brigade? No, we just no. We haven't heard it at all. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, maybe someone else was telling it around. I know my wife's uh, labias were here on display for everyone, so I thought maybe you heard a story <laughs> or two about her husband. But nope, apparently we know where everyone's focus lies. So... The Goblin Brigade had surrounded the Jester's Head Tavern, and I was inside the Jester's Head Tavern, and they had some of the finest honeyed ale that Mm -hmm. I'd ever had. So I had two or three barrels, went up to my room, and um, about four days later came down, and the goblins had moved on. Oh. And uh, the women and children had been brutally murdered by the goblins, and... uh, but I escaped unscathed like Lager Brewerhead only can. Wow. Well, okay. So Quite the adventure. Yes. What a heroic tale. Yeah, do you have another, another maybe another? Ah, uh, yes. I was uh, accompanying some merchants on a uh, ride across the Valley of Steam. You know, the, Ooh, the Valley of Steam. The Valley of Steam is terrifying. It's very terrifying. But I feel like some of the best games happen in Steam. Oh, really? Yeah. There's a lot of gameplay in the Oh, Valley, yes. Um, across many platforms. Yeah. Uh, you can play over here on this game. You can play yeah. on that platform. Uh-huh. It's a delight. Oh, wow. But it, there's a risk. Yeah. But of course. So we're traveling some merchants. These merchants, of course, are bringing blast powder with them. Ooh. And um, I'm, of course... On nine or ten uh, tenth bottle of wine at this point, I'm trying out a barley wine, if you will. It's mm. a high. We're calling it a high octane uh, barley wine. It's delicious. Yeah, it's good. quite delicious. It's quite delicious. Quite expensive, and I think we're gonna really corner the white h- human market with those drinks. <laughs> and so we're dry. I'm. Three sheets to the wind, I'm nine boots to the storm, as they say, and I'm uh, fall asleep at the rains and uh, drift off the road, uh, wagon full of blast powder, uh, slide all the way down, pass out, fall out of the fall out of the wagon completely. The wagon continues on, lands in the middle of a campfire no. surrounded by uh, no. brigands and bandits, no. blows up, kills all the brigands and bandits, and I got a 5,000 gold piece reward. <laughs> wow. Wow. I woke huh. up the next morning to the sheriff anointing me as a crusader and hero of the Steam Valley. How did you avoid getting a CUI, a carding under the influence? Well, it turns out once you have been considered a crusader of the day down in the Valley of Steam, you are uh, allowed to absolve one crime. Um, yeah, so that was the time I out, I wiped out an entire brigand of bandits. It was oh, quite a delight. Very impressive, very impressive. Uh, can you pardon me for a moment? I need to talk to Arnold. Yeah. 
What is it? I'm not sure I want him to go in the woods. Uh, you don't want him to... It's, it seems like he's mostly drunk. I think so, too. It's lucky a lot of the a time. A lot of just, like, drunken luck. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Where's that oh. all going? Oh, oh. oh my God. Uh, a lot of it comes right out. Uh, Logger, I, I know we were talking about leaving at five or six after sunrise tomorrow, but uh, uh, something's come up, and I'm afraid that... Uh, uh, I'm afraid that uh, we'll have to delay the, the quest for a short time, uh, but I'll be... Well, do you want to at least something. meet up for, like, a late breakfast and early lunch oh, or something? Oh, that sounds wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good. You know what we... Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Good God, I'm sorry. Holy shit. I had a big barrel of fish heads on the <laughs> cart ride over, so what? I apologize. Uh, that's all was right. that Rolly all that was available? Was a big barrel of fish Well, heads? I wanted to give the bodies to the other people because, uh-huh. you know, dwarven uh, taste buds are hot garbage. Sure. So, I, well, so they can I usually, whatever. I they don't get, care. I yeah. usually get fit, fish heads from uh, Mr. Mento. Oh, really? Yeah. Is he? I, I think I've met Mr. Mento. Isn't he like a, a medicine man? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's yeah. considered a doctor in parts. Yeah. Ah, yes. <laughs> I Now I know who you speak of. So, Took me a second there. It must be the drink and not the complicated <laughs> n- nomenclature. Yeah, what we were saying was very straightforward. Uh, so, Lager, maybe you should consider, you know, I think the best thing you could do for our quest would be to go and camp out at the Smoldering Widow. I think the best cabin. thing you do for our quest is for you to fucking go to the Smoldering oh, Widow. Are you like that? Damn. Damn. We've had that shot fired. What do you say, huh, honey? And what do you, uh, how do you feel about Uh-oh. this, huh? Just, Look at this way. fucking stone cock, huh? Oh, God, get that off the table. Oh, he lit his cock on fire. Oh, it doesn't hurt at all. Oh, I feel no Put sense. it out, put it out, put it out. All right, please, please, please. Oh, it smells oh. like burned hair. Thank you, Laga. Thank you for, for calming down. Arnold says stupid and cruel things all the time. You, you must forgive him. He's not of our world. I'm sorry. I'm a little wound up from adventuring, and, uh, you know, I've got... Uh, I'm all hopped up on oh. fish heads. Some, smells like someone blew up the ocean in here. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, the ocean. Someday I'll see you, you filthy beast. You've never, never, seen, the never seen the ocean? Dwarves are not one for water, mm-hmm. um, except, you know, we bathe, but we bathe in a Chardonnay blend. Oh, <laughs> lovely. Yes, we use the white grapes that don't make it into the uh, annual varietal, and that's what we use for a quick bath. A little mm-hmm. dab under the arms and a little slap on the old stone perineum down there, and you're ready to rock. Oh, a little dwarves bath. A little dwarves <laughs> bath. We don't like that term. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's insulting. I'm that's so insulting. Sorry. No, no, no. I, yeah, that's all right. I, I'm new to this world. I'm trying to just uh, join in, go along. I don't want to say anything that would make anybody unhappy. Yeah, well, it's too late, Arnie. Ah, okay. I lit it on fire again. Oh, fuck. Sorry, that sorry. was an accident that time. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. But you know what? You know what I've noticed? Whenever he, he gets really drunk, he lights his dick on fire, and it kind of sobers him up for a minute, yeah. which I suppose it would. It, yeah, it really does bring me... It's a good way to get you back down to earth pretty fast. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take this little axe right here. I'm just going to move it way over here. So wait, just wait, right wait. out of reach. He said it's a good way to bring you back down to earth. Do you know about Earth? Oh, I mean the land, the Earth beneath our feet. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Oh, of course. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Phew. Uh, yeah, but of course. <laughs> one, yes, one. yes. Listen to this for a moment. You know how the ground we call Earth? Yes. They named their whole planet Earth. What is it, dirt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you fuck you, dude. Sorry, 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 sorry. 
So, Lager Brewer Head, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I know you're sort of, I don't know if you're going to remember me talking to you at this point. Oh, I'll remember you, you fucking big oh, ass motherfucker. Jesus. Oh, no. If this, if this turns bad, will you, do you got my back? I have will your you, back. What do you mean by that? I have your back. Like, you'll, you'll help fight. Logger for me? Oh, yes. I'll, uh, I'll, oh, okay. I'll help fight Logger. Okay. Right. Hey, I'll help, too. Oh, great. Well, no, but he, he's a wizard. Yeah, You're true. just like a depressed badger. But um, honestly, this guy is three Floyds to the wind. Do you have that expression on Earth? Three three Floyds to the wind? Yeah. What does that mean? It just means he's drunk. Oh, okay. Why why, why three Floyds? What? Never mind. You trying to be a big man? Trying to be an alpha king? He's just three Floyds to the no, wind. No, don't. Hey, don't logger me, okay? Just... Anyway, hey, uh, what? <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. Right? I was out for a minute there. Oh, it's all right. Just yeah, don't, don't fall asleep. How is his dick on fire out? again? What is going <laughs> on? Uh, that one, that's uh, it's a way to help a dwarf go to sleep as well. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, you gotta, I go through a lot of liquor. All right, sorry. Do your thing, Arnie. Oh, you fucking tall piece of shit. <laughs> He is a tall piece of shit. <laughs> I never thought about it. Uh, China, have you got any emails this week? Yes. This is uh, from Ginny Hogland. Uh, this is to chunt at gmail.com. That's chunt with six T's. Hi, chunt. Since the Panonomicon contains the knowledge of Spintax, would it be able to finish telling you how to change shape at will? As you have now officially joined Usador's Quest, being able to shapeshift at will would be useful for your adventures. Best wishes, Ginny from Seattle. I suppose it might. Yeah. Yes. We should check. Yeah, although I haven't seen it since we brought it to life. Yeah. Like the Panonomicon like, ran off into McShingle Shane Forest, and I haven't. I feel like the show seen might that. be way more exciting if I could just change at will. Yes, I, I Absolutely. agree. I agree. We should, you know what? Right after this, let's run out into the forest. Let's find that book that we turned into a person. Ask it about how to make you change a will and then make that happen. Yeah. You know what? Let's for once, let's just get on top of solving something. Yeah. Let's get it done instead let's of just be proactive. leaving our half a dozen loose ends just dangling for half a year at a time. Oh, P.S. Did you find the lunar sword? Um, not yet. I agree. <laughs> Laying on the table. I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about, but I agree. Uh, get the lose, sorry. Get the book person. Before he woke up, person. he was eating in his sleep. <laughs> I also oh. have an email here from... Uh, <laughs> a lot of fish bones. Benno uh, says, uh, Hey, baby, this question goes to all presents. Where is the place you'd most love to be? Yours, Bino Smash. Oh, well, I would love to be back in Chicago with my wife and family. I'd say <laughs> wife and family. Yeah, right. That. What kind of wife can climb that tall drink of garbage that you are? A better woman than me. <laughs> Wait, does that make sense? No. She better be. <laughs> Longer, that reminds me. Do you, we've heard a lot about your wife, but do you have any children? Oh, yeah. Christ and I have uh, four Boys, uh-huh. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John <laughs> Bruhead. They're not in the family business until when they do, they'll uh-huh. be they'll be granted their brew names. But for now, that's just MMLJ. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Yep, yep. I miss those little motherfuckers. But oh, oh that's a uh, oh, no, 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 I don't want to know about this. That's I don't want to know. <laughs> all about right, this. yeah, it's probably best. I don't, I don't know about this part. Let's just say sometimes. <laughs> no, I don't. Right. Right. Let's get into it. Yeah. Uh, hey, you know, you can also always email me at Magic Tavern at Puppies at Supplies. It's a real email address. I know it doesn't seem like it is. Uh, here's an email I got this week. Is Usador the Blue a common name? I mean, is there any chance no. that somebody. Okay, never mind. That answers your question, Tom Morrison from Israel. He's from where? It's a, it's a country. There are so many different countries on Earth. And it's called Is It Real? It's called Israel. Oh, it is real. It is real. 
That's a real place? Yeah. We got to give them that. <laughs> Come on. Don't take that away. Uh, Why anyway. is there so much controversy over this one country? No, no, no. <laughs> you you know what? Why I, is everyone fighting over we Israel? We can agree no. over this. I, hey, hey. We can agree I, over this. I believe it's real, okay? But I want to raise a stein with my pal. Pal, let's raise a stein. All right. Me and my pal are going to raise a stein to Israel. This seems <laughs> this seems like trouble. Was that the- was a long cheers. <laughs> I Worth it in the end, of course. <laughs> this might be the episode we get the most emails in response to. So please, any complaints, send them to iraglass at thisamericanlife.com. And of course, if you want to reach Brewer Lager Brewer, if you want to meet Lager Meech Lager Brewer, throw a oh. big old stone down a well at the bottom of Brewerhead Mountain. Yeah, do a little meet and greet. And do we get a meet and greet and a little groach and boach, baby. Well, Lager. Boat and rally. <laughs> Well, Lager, it's been a delight to meet you. No, it's been great to meet you guys here. I was tan and tan from uh, from fucking Zerchabees over here and everybody. Ernie, Chunto. Oh, I like that. Chunto. Chunto, yeah. That might make my personality pop. Well, Lager, uh, I think uh, I, I highly advise you go to the Smoldering Widow, which is another tavern in town. Or the, or the Ruffled Feather. Or the Ruffled Feather, oh, which is in yeah. Forest. Oh, that's where the fucking personified bug went, right? That's right. Exactly, yes. I'm trying to keep up with what the only facts I know about this fucking place, you know? Oh, Christ. Jeez. Is she coming? <laughs> Christ. You say your wife's uh, name a lot. Come, brothers. Yeah. No, that's your, that's your guys' thing. Oh, yeah. I'll think of this as the episode where we almost took on religion until Arnie panicked. Also, none of that really happened. Use the Door the Lighter Blue was played by Matt Young. Matt, those moments where you couldn't get a word in, that's how everyone else feels all the time. Shunt the Shapeshifter was played by Adel Rafai. Yes, Adel, your dry spell is because of a wizard. That's definitely what's going on. Brewer Loggerhead the Dwarf was played by special guest John Gabrus. Check out John on his own podcast, High and Mighty with John Gabrus. Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Evan Jacover, Ryan DeGiorgi, and Arnie Niekamp. This episode edited by Ryan DeGiorgi. Audio assistance by Garrett Schultz. Like many Earth Americans, do you think buying things will momentarily distract you from the crushing pain of this world? Well, the special Hello from the Magic Tavern show poster designed by Kevin Budnick is finally available on hellofromthemagictavern.com slash shop. You won't find me on it, and that's why Kevin's not included on my homemade poster of my favorite poster designers. It's not available anywhere because it's just for me. And there continue to be any number of Magic Tavern shirts for sale at store.earwolf.com. Craig, now that I know Edge Dancer is an all-new Stormlight Archive novella, can I still in good conscience refer to the lower third of my genitalia as Edge Dancer? Oh, don't tell me. Tell Edge Dancer. Look at it. Look at it. Shimol Yai, and I have a new podcast called The Competition. Every year, 50 high school senior girls compete in a massive scholarship competition. I wouldn't say I have an ego problem, but I'm extremely competitive. All of the competitors are used to being the best and the brightest, and they're all vying for a huge cash prize. This will probably be the most intense that you've ever gone through in your life. I remember that feeling because I was one of them. I lost. But now, I'm coming back as a judge, 
and also a kind of teen girl anthropologist. Because if you want to understand what it's like to be a young woman in America today, the competition's not a bad place to start. Hopefully no one will die on stage tonight. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery, this is The Competition. Follow The Competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to The Competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.